Hello listeners, it's Adrian here and on today's show I've got a really special guest, the Another World legend himself, Eric Chahi. So please sit back and enjoy a brilliant interview with a true retro gaming legend. Welcome to Arcade Attack. A retro gaming podcast for up to four players. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, it's the Arcade Attack podcast here, of course, and I've got a really, really special guest, uh, a real idol of mine. I, you know, maybe I shouldn't be saying that, but he's made one of my favourite games of all time. Uh, it's Eric Chahi. So, Eric, lovely to have you on the show. Hello, I'm very happy to to be here too. <laughs> um, Another World is a brilliant game. I'm going to say it off the bat, you know, I know it's not particularly professional as an interview uh, to say that, but it's an amazing game and it really is a pleasure to talk to you. But before we talk about Another World, how did you first get the opportunity to get into the industry? And do you remember the first ever game you worked on? Yes, um, uh, I started uh, in uh, 1983 and uh, I was um, 15 years old. And uh, so I was still uh, at uh, at school, and uh, I, I was really mad about a video game and arcade game. And uh, and at that time, uh, <clears throat> I discovered a, a bit computer that was the first uh, personal computer uh, that uh, that were coming. In France, and one of these computers was the Oric, and uh, so um, I decided to create a kind of clone of uh, Carnival, Carnival, the, the game, uh, the, the arcade game Carnival. So mm. that was my first uh, attempt to create a game with a, a game in, in basic language basic language yep. and, and I did another game what was that was more original and it was named frog and uh, you manipulate frog and you have to uh, throw your tongue uh, to catch insect ah. and uh, a friend of my parents um, he was uh, named Alain Blanquet was used to uh, work in uh, publishing uh, and he say me, uh, not computer publishing, but he say me, you can go to um, the Auric importer and, uh, and then maybe they will be interested by your game. And I did it and, uh, and they just uh, bought my game. So that was great. Just mm. I had my computer for the uh, summer. Uh, 83 and uh, two months later uh, I had these two games being uh, published. That must be amazing. It must have felt great seeing your your creation being sold, definitely. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I sold I sold it for uh, hardware indeed. Ah, so you, you invested <laughs> it to buy new computers, yeah, is that they, right? They say me, do you want money or do you want uh, some hardware? We have a printer, <laughs> we have a 
uh, gamepad. So I say, yeah, a gamepad and printer. Uh, it would be nice. So. Oh, brilliant. That's a good decision. <laughs> Were you always looking to get into that industry? Was it always something you wanted to work in or was there other jobs that you considered? Um there is some other uh, job I was interested by. Uh, for example, it was um, illustration. Yep. At the time, I wanted to be an illustrator, a book illustrator, oh, wow. fantasy illustrator. That was at the, um, maybe two years before uh, I wanted to create another world. That was with the same era of uh, future war, so around 90, 87. 88, 89. And so I did some painting and I developed my skill uh, in Mm. graphics. But uh, it's true that uh, the game has always been the the main line uh, of of creation. No, good stuff. Um, I'd love to know now, kind of looking onto another world but how did you first get the opportunity to work at Delphine Software was that the next big step for you yes um Delphine Software is was a very special company in the in the French uh, ecosystem of uh, gaming creation because um Delphine Software was not uh, a computer game uh, company at first at first, it is a record company, and uh, it was um, a big record company because they publish uh, they published a record like uh, Richard Klederman. Well, it's just a broad uh, audience of this kind for this kind of music. Yeah. And um, and Paul de Senville, who was the president of uh, this record company, decided. With some uh, other people to create, to uh, create, um, to try a new market, and yeah. and and they 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 worked with uh, with Paul uh, Cuisset for yes. their first game, which was Bio Challenge, and but they know nothing about gaming, so they give a full trust to uh, to Paul, and uh, it start to, to to work. And then uh, during this time, I was uh, working in a company named Ship. And uh, it's at that time that I, I improved my skill, my graphic and animation mm. skill. And then after one year of work at Ship, I uh, decided to uh, change of uh, of work. And, ha- and there was this opportunity to work with Delphine because uh, Paul was looking for a graphic artist and an animator for his new game that was uh, Future Wars. Yes. And uh, so I, I go to Delphine and show my uh, my book. And first, I, I, I got a, a refusal because uh, my book was not uh, uh, oh. good, good enough. And so during three, two weeks, I work like a crazy to create a new picture because the picture I show was the one that I, I made at a ship, ship, ship. Yep, yep. and it, it was ma- mainly um, scanned and, and uh, retouched, uh, uh, scanned photos. Yep. And then I uh, uh, adapt the photos. And so that was not very... Um, 
uh, how to say, um, well, that was not good. That's yep. it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but and you, so, yeah. so when he, I, I, I um, bring some uh, uh, these demos, Paul say, okay, yes, uh, that's that's nice. I'm con- I'm convinced to to work with you, mm. and uh, and we go together uh, on future wars. And that has been um, a very uh, important game mm. for uh, for Delphine, for Paul and me, because this game uh, goes outside France and it goes in Europe, but also in the uh, United States. Yeah. And so and it brings money to us. And yes. uh, so uh, Delphine could uh, hire some people and they create their um, their lineup of uh, point and click adventure game yes with Paul and on my side I had enough money to work on a, on a new game which is <laughs> another world yeah yeah that small game yep yeah. um I'd love to know actually Eric, because another world was your game completely from start to finish. How, I mean, you've obviously built up a big reputation, but you must, were you given like completely free reign to do, take as long as you want, work on it at home, or was it like a side project, or was it actually sort of funded by Delphine? Um, it was uh, funded indirectly by Delphine. It was the, the money that well, I, uh, yes. I got from Futura, so I had no, uh, it was my money, so I did it. Ah. On my uh, totally independently uh, during uh, almost uh, two years, so yes. I, I had contact with Delphine, but I, I didn't have an agreement at the beginning of the creation of a game. Yes, I wanted to be absolutely free uh, to do to do it, to do this, and um, and indeed uh, because it was exactly the same logic as uh, the previous game. I've been created, 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 uh, I create during the A-Bit era because I, I create a game. I, I go to different publisher and, uh, and we signed a deal, but this is, this was only when the game was done. Yes. And I, I, uh, keep this same uh, approach for another world. So. Yes. Another world um, is, again, like I mentioned earlier, such a, it just seemed to jump out when I played it. It just seemed different at the time. I remember playing it on my Amiga 600 and it was just so amazing. um, I'd love to know what sort of inspired you and went through your head when you came up with these amazing settings and aliens and Leicester and the whole kind of game. Was it all planned out at the start or was it all a bit sort of, you know, sort of evolving over the sort of two years? It it really um, evolved yes. uh, during the, these two years. Indeed, uh, it gets more precise uh, during the game development. Yes. Uh, at the beginning, uh, there was this idea of using polygons to create graphics, and from this idea, I have to decide the thematic. Yeah. And I I love science fiction, and finally. Uh, I never created my own science fiction, science fiction game. Yes. And I said, I must do something around that thematic. So 
I imagine uh, at the beginning of a game with uh, the scientists going, uh, launching an, an experiment and going in a, another uh, world. And uh, <clears throat> and I create the all the, tech, the the technology and the the tool to create uh, the animation system and the logic to create the introduction of a game. And once the introduction was done, uh, I say, well, now where <laughs> where, <laughs> where where should we <laughs> end up? I love and, it. And uh, say, okay, uh, let's say. Uh, Something really alien, something really different, and very already surprising. So why not do it underwater? <laughs> you <Yes>. just <laughs> appear underwater, and that's what, what was the start of the first level. And I I, I did the first level, and uh, at the end of the first level, uh, uh, I say okay, uh, well the Lester is being uh, uh, tracked. Uh, I mean. Uh, he was in, in jail, wasn't he? Yeah. No, no, just before, right, when the, the creature was running behind Lester. Yes. I, I say, okay, I must, I must find something to to say this guy. Uh, what should I do? Okay. Uh, okay. Other uh, humanoid uh, will come and uh, and shoot the creature. And so, okay, yes. But yeah. uh, we are they friendly or not? And I, so I, it's like an improvisation. I imagine all the game like this, building uh, each thing piece after piece. And uh, so that, that's how the game has been created. Amazing. I, I have to, the beast is great, by the way. I think that's amazing. It scared me. It's, I didn't know what to do. It kept getting me. <laughs> I think it was absolutely incredible. Um, what, I mean, was there a point, Eric, where, because I, I read, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I read that this game was, you know, there was a, at one point it was very kind of um, enclosed and you you were sort of stuck in the house. Was it, how would you feel looking back and how you felt during the time? Were you in a good a good place or sort of a sort of weird place in a mental state? Um, well, that was, uh, it's difficult to, uh... yeah. To define it precisely, but it was a special time because yeah. um, first um, the the coding uh, was very uh, fluent, mm. uh, and um, so everything uh, went very well about about uh, uh, all the technical aspect. Yes, um, but that was a really heavy uh, work. And uh, so it, I was like in a bubble in some way. I, I, I well, uh, I made friends uh, the weekend, but I was like in a in a bubble. Like don't speak that much of a game, and uh, and um, and it takes. Longer, much longer time than I, I uh, expected at the beginning. Yes. So, so at a point, uh, I was not sure of uh, how long it would uh, it would take. So um, that was a bit scary, and mm. uh, it's often like that. Uh, game development, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> what was um, Delphine's reaction when they saw the finished game? Were they really 
really impressed, really happy? Were you? Um, did you know it's going to be a success, basically? Um, well, they saw uh, two things. First, they saw the introduction, yes, uh, probably in uh, in 1990, 1990 uh, and uh, so they was they, they were impressed. And then I continue the development, uh, and when it was almost uh, done, I I signed the deal, but um, there is no no clue of how. Uh, the, it would be uh, successful. Uh, we we know it, it was different, different. So it, it means that uh, uh, it can uh, catch uh, some player uh, differently. I mean, uh, if it if it plays to uh, people, uh, there is no real uh, concurrent around. Mm. So uh, it's like a bet. Uh, so um, yes, uh, but uh, it has been a surprise to get uh, such uh, so much um, response, mm. and uh, especially from uh, over publisher publishers yeah. like yeah. Interplay that uh, already wanted to uh, to sign the deal uh, as soon as possible. Good. And uh, so yes. Uh, this, it has been very special, the, the release of a game, because I was absolutely exhausted. <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> and yeah. and uh, once it has been released on Amiga, I had to work on the, the console version straight away. Uh, so that was the whole development has been like a marathon. Yes. And uh, it's not a sprint. It's a no. really a marathon. <laughs> um. I have to ask, actually, Eric, because this game is you. It's all you. You made everything. Do you think another world could have been made, maybe at the same sort of time, if it had a huge team involved? Or do you think it would have changed beyond recognition? You mean, uh, does the game would have been different? Yes, yes. If uh, you had, yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, sure. Uh, probably not the same game, because um, because of, of the creation process. Um the improvisation process yeah. um, needs um, because every 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 stage is is built on the top of the other. Of course, with a team, it will have been different. Yeah, and and there there is some uh, part of a game uh, that emerge because of uh, my uh, personal. Uh, mind uh, mm. state of uh, of loneliness of uh, the friend in the game the alien alien friend is here probably because um, I had the desire to have a friend in the game development but yes <laughs> so with this guy you really uh, I mean I'm speaking of Lester which yeah it's, it's, bit, it's a bit like a mirror of me uh, <laughs> uh, in front of my computer, being alone, and so um, it comes progressively. So yeah. uh, with a team, it, it probably would have been very different. Probably the same techniques with mm. uh, Polygon, but the the, the story um, and the universe would have been uh, an overall 
an, an, an alternate reality. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe more inter- interesting. No. We, we never know. <laughs> we'll, nev- we'll never know for certain, but I, I have to say, I agree. Leicester's the, the, the buddy, alien buddy. Um, I love it. That At the time, I don't remember many, many video games where you had like a friendly person on your side. And you kind of answered the question already, but you obviously added him in but you must love that character yeah does you must love that alien friend character. yeah yes it's a really uh, there is an emotional relationship with uh, this uh, this character definitely yeah, 100% um the intro sequence the uh the start of the game it, it blew me away I couldn't believe my Amiga could show this kind of amazing science fiction cutscenes. um I mean, how uh, I, and you shared on Twitter recently how that was filmed. If I mean, I'll, we'll put it in the show notes if we can. You, I think yes. did you did you film all the cutscenes kind of like happening and sort of draw over them, sort of code over them? Um, only uh, a small part of cutscene has been uh, filmed yeah. uh, to 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 rotoscope. Yes, uh, mainly so the car, uh, the the cans. Yes. When when you when Lester uh, drink uh, the footstep the close up on the, the footstep at the beginning but uh, for example the lightning and uh, and the beast has not been a uh, uh, film the yeah. black beast absolutely not and uh, only um, and only Lester walk and run which is me indeed. Ah, oh, really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, really interesting. And uh, but for uh, all the other uh, animation, it was uh, just uh, made on the computer. Yes, it's amazing. Is there a particular cutscene or intro that you you like the most out of the whole game? Hmm. Um, I like a lot uh, the Black Beast. Yes. When uh, the the cut with the Black Beast, when it's really a short <laughs> short cut, but it's really like a punctuation. Um, it's just you. I like it because it, it, not only by the sequence itself, but where it is placed in the gameplay yes so you have a, a game you you are in a gameplay and suddenly you have this and then you suddenly you immediately go back to the to a gameplay so it's not a cinematic like um with a, of several minutes and uh, you you know that uh, it's over you can just watch no it's really a part in the continuity <laughs> of the gameplay and um and at the same in the same way when you uh Lester take the gun yes. uh, in the jail. It's just a small cut that is part mm. uh, in, that is which is in the flow of the gameplay. And the other sequence uh, that I, I like a lot, it is in the introduction of the lightning, mm. uh, the animation of the lightning uh, in the cyclotron. And yes. uh, I like I like the, the the pacing of this of this lightning going uh, into the lab 
Excellent, mate. I have to, again, Eric, uh, when you pick up that gun for the first time, which I think is in the second level, um, you can shoot, you can make a shield, or you can do like a power rocket <laughs> laser. Yes. How did you think of those three ideas? Did you think I can, I can, did it come to you, you know, more than just a, a normal gun? Was it, I'd love to know. Okay, so um, the gun, uh, the laser gun, is a, a, a direct influence of uh, Star Wars. Mm. But the shield, uh, at the beginning, I wanted to the, the player to be able to hide and uh, from uh, and from over uh, uh, enemies. Yes. And and but in a, uh, hide in the back of the scene, uh, just uh, go uh, behind a pillar or something like this. But it's a 2D game, so it it uh, it would demand a lot of effort and a special case. Yeah. So uh, I was uh, thinking, but why not create uh, our own uh, protection? So, mm. so uh, I say, okay, why not use the gun and have another uh, mod in the in the gun? And that's how uh, I got the idea of the the shield. Yeah. And then uh, once the shield was done, uh, so why not uh, make it? <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting to destroy uh, the shield of uh, the over uh, guard. Yeah, and uh, and that's it. And the the, the 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 mega blast is an influence from uh, Dragon Ball. Oh, really? Yes, the Kamehame is a. Uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, I was uh, watching uh, this. Uh, animation on tv uh, at the time and uh, i really love it and uh, mm. and uh, and so uh, i wanted to put this kamehame in the gun <laughs> it's brilliant <laughs> there's nothing better when you shoot your enemy with that giant laser and you see their bones disintegrate i'm so <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> oh um was there any sort of gameplay elements or ideas, level ideas or new weapons or vehicles or whatever that you thought about for another world but never quite made it into the final game? Mm. I don't remember. It was <laughs> That's all right. It was a while ago. <laughs> how I have to ask Eric, how would you reflect on another world? How do you reflect looking back on that game and how it's still today so well respected and talked about? You, you mean, um, I'm, I'm not sure I, I understood precisely. Yeah. So how do you, what do you think about, why do you think another world has, was so popular and why people today are still talking about it? Mm, okay. Uh, so uh, popular at the time or popular today? It's a, even today, even today, people, you know, it's one of those games that people even, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, um, what can I say? It's, it's really helped, uh, it's kept its name, hasn't it? It's still regarded as such an amazing game. Mm, maybe because of uh, pacing. Yeah. 
it's a game with a lot of uh, pacing in the action, in the, um, uh, the diversity of uh, situation. Mm. You have moments of acceleration. And uh, so this is something that uh, makes it special. And yes. uh, Yeah, no, it, uh, it, re- it resonates, yeah. And, uh, well, I, I don't know, because uh, it really depend of the, depends on the players. And, uh, mm. But I think it is also because, uh, from a design point of view, uh, I, I was always um, trying to feel the game uh, yeah. in the same way as it was something new. And... Um, and trying to forget myself as a creator, mm. and so feel it, really feel it as a, as a, to get the freshest ace as possible. Of course, it is not possible, but yeah, um, I was really trying to feel emotionally the game I was uh, creating, mm. not just saying okay, uh, I mean. Refrain, we'd be there and we say some uh, alien world. Well, when I record the alien world, <laughs> I was, ah, is it the correct feeling? Uh, yes, no, yes. So I, mm. And that was the same for every uh, aspect into, into the game. But one thing was uh, really missing uh, um, at the beginning. Uh, it was a playtest. Mm. And uh, so if you, if you take the Amiga version and you com- compare this version with the game today, uh, a lot of uh, things, little details has been improved too. Ah. So another world has a lot of uh, flow and it's, di- it's a difficult game, but many, yep. ma- many things has been changed. Uh, when the game has been port to console with interplay, we had a lot of tests, and uh, so we improved the game, and then later again, and and uh, for the reissue, yeah, uh, very get uh, more polish on some aspect. So, uh, so maybe it is also because. Um, uh, uh, it's a, it's, it has been a, a this, this game has been alive. Yes. Um, for me, it's not a game. I have some game that are okay. I did it. This, I did this game in uh, uh, '87, but uh, yes, it's a game for Viorik and okay. But this this game is still, was still uh, still living. Uh, yes. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, not not many get. No, I agree. Not many games can say that. Not many games. There's a you know people want to come back and new versions and you know new new ports. I've got it on the Jaguar, Eric. I've and I've completed oh, it. Oh yes, you got the one of the few. Uh, yeah, I'm very lucky. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful port, by the way. I love it. Yes, uh, the, the, the developers did a crazy a crazy work. I don't know how they, they did this on this uh, <laughs> amazing computer, amazing console. It's a great, yeah, it's a great port actually. Um, I have to ask, do, I I don't like Heart of the Alien, the sequel. I'm sorry, I've tried it. 
I don't know if you've played it in the Mega CD game. Okay, we are two, at least. (laughs) Are you not a fan? What happened? Were you not given any sort of um, control over this? I had, uh, uh, but not... uh, I can tell... uh, I I did some... uh, I gave some direction, but the Mm. team was in LA and I was in France and I was working on Heart of Darkness. Yes. So it's difficult to uh, drive uh, to drive uh, uh, people to to go uh, exactly in the correct uh, direction. Yeah. So I, I was a bit far from from this game, I think, uh, because I love the concept of we do. Uh, the adventure from the point of view of uh, the body. Yes. But uh, well, the making something was missing in the in the making, uh, and uh, there was no polygon at all in this game. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, for the all the the animation and uh, it was a it was bitmap, I think, as far as as, we, as I remember. Yeah. And uh, so, yes, uh, it's like that. It, yeah, that, thank you. It doesn't quite, it doesn't, for me at least, feel quite like uh, another world. Um, would you ever, Eric, consider making a sequel, your own sequel, Another World 2? Or do you think you you would never go back to that sort of Lester and his story? I prefer, I, I'm, I'm not giving an answer because... <laughs> um, for now, I didn't. I don't feel uh, the desire to do to do it yep. or to bring something uh, to uh, to this world. Uh, if I, if I got a nice an ID and uh, maybe yes, but yes. Uh, not for now. No, that's fair enough. Thank you. Appreciate the answer. Um, I, I I recently played Ico Fumito Ueda. Yes. Who, and he's he's very talented, and many 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 big game developers, including Famito, of course, they told that you know they've said in different interviews that your work on Another World and Other Games has helped inspire them. How does that feel? That so many other you know famous famous people uh, developers have, uh, in, are inspired by your your work? Yeah, that, that, that's crazy because I would never ima- imagine this. Um... Yeah when I create the game, but it would have a such uh, influence and it's very uh, honorific uh, for me. Um, <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, no. Uh, yeah. And I have, well, I think every whole creator have, are influenced by over creator and uh, I love, uh, I love his game and uh I know that um, Sword and Sorcery has been influenced by mm. another world, but uh, the, 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 the universe of Sword and Sorcery um, yes. influenced me too in some way, I'm sure. Or <laughs> it, yeah, I get that. So you were inspired and, and you helped inspire other people. Very impressive. Very impressive. Um, just quickly on Heart of Darkness, another amazing game. Um, how? Wh- what was your initial inspiration for this particular game, and was it very, 
you know, was it completely different sort of working on this game compared to another world? So Heart of mm. Darkness. So first, uh, this game is a is a teamwork. Yeah. So uh, it's a game uh, we create with a five key um, key foundator, and uh, so uh, there is the personality of these. Um, uh, people in the game and the idea was to create a game um, in the continuity of another world, a 2D game and with uh, cinematics but uh, we decided to go on uh, on 3D uh, because that was the, the big change uh, at that time everything was uh, using uh, computer graphics that was a, a an interesting uh, uh, new way to create uh, pictures. So uh, sorry, I, I missed something. Um, sorry. Right. Your, your your question. <laughs> yeah. Was, so, what inspired you to make this game? And yes. was it all, yeah. So. Um, So the, the idea was to create uh, a game more uh, on the uh, Disney uh, side. Like there is, there was a, a movie uh, when named uh, Rescue World Done Under. Uh, yes. That has a great, uh, really great animation, and uh, and uh, this. So that was uh, an influence, and but. And all uh, uh, the kind of Spielberg movie and like, um, but right. well, but and uh, after, uh, uh, sorry, that's all right. No, it's, no, that's that, <laughs> no, that's, that's a good answer. Yeah, I, I, I'm drinking uh, some water. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> so we 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 wanted to. Uh, put the uh, level higher on the yep. cinematic uh, aspect. That was uh, an important uh, point. And doing a kind of computer graphics with natural stuff. And at that time, mainly, uh, it was mainly uh, science fiction, really called computer graphics, which was the easy way to do computer graphics at the time because um, we have really few uh, polygons, uh, few memory, and uh, so we go absolutely on the other side by doing natural world with mm. uh, forest, and uh, so that was a, a crazy project. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but in the end, uh, it, it is a part of uh, its um, uh, uniqueness. Yeah. So, but, and. Uh, and it took a lot, of, a lot of time to create. So much, so, so much time. It's a great game. Um, is it true that it was, it, it almost was never completed? I think Virgin stopped, dropped their funding, and was it close? To, was it close to not being made in the end, or was it always going to oh, be yes. made? The yeah. game, the game at a point was almost dead. Yeah. And. Um, Virgin was uh, supporting us since almost four years. Yeah. But, well, 
Virgin uh, Interactive Entertainment uh, was a big company uh, head in US, in Europe, in Japan. It's already it was already big, and uh, so the the US start to don't believe they doubt about uh, or ability to finish the game, and Virgin also start to have uh, some financial mm. issue. So these two factors make them uh, lead them to the decision to uh, say, okay, we will not uh, we will not give more money to uh, to mm. the game, and uh, if you want, you can find uh, another publisher to uh, to buy the game and to, to continue to. Uh, to uh, product the game and but we have really really few time and the crazy thing is that there was this loss of trust but the game mm. was almost finished oh. so we go to other publisher with a game that was almost finished <laughs> so the, the risk for the other publisher was really low so yeah so uh, it has been a um, very special time because uh, Virgin want to leave and uh, but in a way uh, that was uh, we, we we always had a very good uh, relationship uh, mm. with uh, with them so that was that, that was sad but we in the end uh, in the end it has been also a chance because we get we got a publisher that was. Hundred person behind us and uh, uh, Infogram uh, support uh, the game and the launch of the game as I probably never had a such uh, support from any publisher before. Ah. They 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 put uh, the same amount of money as the development itself. Wow. And so. Uh, so that 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 was uh, that was good for us. <laughs> no, good. No, good. Do you think I, I've got to ask? Because there's a lot of fans of Heart of Darkness. They'd love to see a sequel. So I need to ask Eric: Would you ever make? Would you ever consider a sequel? Or are you gonna? I, I understand if you can't answer. Um, probably not. We. I'm not a sequel guy, indeed. <laughs> yes. I'm, no, no, no. That's <laughs> Have you ever made a sequel, actually? I don't think you have, have you, to a game? No. Like personally? No, no, never. Yeah. Um, I've got to ask, so you, you, do you take a bit of a career break after Heart of Darkness? Did you yeah, yes, go because, traveling for a bit? Yes. Yes, but that was really... Uh, it has been a, a so uh, exhausting uh, yeah. development. And without any break from between uh, Another World and uh, Heart of Darkness. So it, it was almost uh, eight years, nine years in, uh, in a row. And yeah. uh, so a break was <laughs> necessary. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the industry was changing. Uh, mm. it, it was really uh, being an industry. And before it was less... It's, it was really indie before. Yeah. And uh, so I was not uh, uh, in, uh, in phase, phases. 
Um, I was not matching the mood of uh, the, the game industry. So, and uh, I, because I need some rest, that was the time. Yes. Take a, st- a step back. Oh, good. And you recharge the batteries and see the world. Do you, you, you go traveling in that time or did you spend time with the family? Or uh, um, I spend a, a lot of time uh, uh, traveling. Good, yeah. And uh, especially in uh, wide and wild space, mm. um, like desert or um, volcanoes. Yes. And so really uh, something where you are really connected to the the earth, the Good. the geology, that's all really um, where you can uh, uh, brief. Um, yeah. Did that, Eric? Did that inspire from dust then the kind of volcanoes, the kind of open land? Yeah, right. de- de- definitely. Yeah. Without without yeah. uh, these uh, trips, uh, uh, from dust would uh, never happen. Mm. And uh, especially the, the active volcanoes, because I went to not only on volcanoes but on active volcanoes to see yes. the lava flow and kind of things that's really interesting <laughs> i bet that was fun but a bit scary maybe or yeah scary really uh it is really really impressive because uh i you really feel the power and something that's mm. uh goes behind the scope of any kind of power you can feel except the sea when you know when you're uh, on the coast and we have this big wave uh, that are eating uh, a coast. You can feel the vibration on the ground. Yes. And so there is this kind of feeling on the on volcanoes. And uh, but it's, and I, so I went there with a, a guide or guide a guide. Yeah. Yes. And um, and then uh, later I went. Um, on my own, and uh, so I choose uh, not to, to don't get too close. But uh, <laughs> and yep. I meet and I met some uh, friends on volcanoes too. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, that's that's that was a, an amazing. That part, does sound amazing. Part did, of my life. Yes. Did you see any volcanoes erupt? Any sort of lava or anything or you just that yes spot. yes yeah yes yes uh, wow I, I was crazy enough to uh, <laughs> have my bag getting uh, ready and, and pack just so that when it start to erupt uh, i have just to uh, take a plane ticket and take my bag yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, that's and, amazing uh, so but i uh, i did not I would not do this for any volcanoes. Uh, I did it for uh, a volcano uh, which is on a Reunion Island, mm. and uh, so um, because some volcanoes are really uh, dangerous, so of course, of have course. to be really, really careful and stay far. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I love how it inspired your games as well in the future. Absolutely incredible. Um, Eric, I've got to ask about Paper Beast. Um, I've looked at the trailer. Uh, it looks incredible. What what's, what 
can you tell our, our listeners about this game? What can they expect? I mean, it's, it's a virtual reality, isn't it? Yes, it, it it's made for uh, uh, for the P, PSVR, and yep. uh, so the game has been created for this kind of immersion. And uh, there is the same kind of um, philosophy of development. Mm. like behind another world where uh, it's more like an improvisation process to uh, to create a game and uh, and bring and um, it's like a blend between another world and from dust because in this game there is a lot of simulation terrain simulation physics uh, for the creature of the animals because it's really a wide natural world, a crazy world, uh, at the same time uh, majestic and and totally and sometimes psychedelic or crazy. Yes, it's, it's and so you are immersed in this universe mm-hmm. and you don't know what is going to happen next. And uh, so there's a lot of uh, surprise into the, into this game and. Um, so it's an exploration game, and you have to you will meet an ecosystem and help this ecosystem uh, to uh, to survive or to migrate. Yeah. But there is a, a, a strange pressure into this world because this world uh, born out of uh, of the data in the internet. It's uh-huh. an artificial world that emerge. It's a wi- wildlife that emerge. And that is known from no one inside or internet uh, data. So it's crazy. It looks natural, but it's crazy. You have mm. you have punk music, you have ambient music, you have later that goes out of the sky. So it's really uh, uh, almost hallucinatory, uh, an hallucinatory game that re- that is uh, renewing with the nature. It's, it's a big connection with the nature. Yeah with all nature in a way so yeah <laughs> it's going to start it looks going. amazing it looks like origami doesn't it the kind of beasts it looks like paper origami are they good or bad is there, is there some good beasts bad beasts it looks incredible oh uh, it's more um it's like nature there is nature, no yeah. bad beasts there is predator so mm. they they eat over creature but they these creature, creatures are not bad yeah so um, it's quite neutral. I get that. Now, I really, is it is it a, a PS4 exclusive or will it be available on other consoles? Or um, it's uh, probably in a, in a future, but it's not. There is no, it's not uh, precisely uh, yeah. decide. Uh, yeah, where it's going to come. Is it? Um, when do you hope to release it? Do you have any ideas, or is, is it? So oh, it's still it, working. It, it is. It. it has been released. Uh, oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, um, on uh, uh, two almost uh, two months ago. Oh, my apologies. Sorry. No, no, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> it does look stunning. I, I want to check it out definitely. Yes, yes. It's really. Um, it's a game that um, you need to play it to uh, to understand uh, this game. To understand. And uh, yes, and. Uh, And this game is is didn't get any um, 
editorial pressure. It's really a game that is uh, emotionally uh, uh, really po po uh, powerful as uh, I wanted it yeah. to be. So, so um, there is, I think, um, we take some risk because uh, it's very uh, original. Mm. And so because it is original, it is from the outside, it's more difficult to understand what mm -hmm. is the game. Mm. And uh, it's 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 exactly what I was uh, saying uh, before for another world. Would yeah. it work or not? It's original, and we don't know because uh, people have to be receptive to to it. And yes. that's that's uh, and and uh, Paper Beast is uh, probably the most risky uh, game I made. Mm. Um, yeah with uh, another world so i hope it will uh, it will work and it's really uh, it's a game i'm really uh, proud to very proud of yeah, yeah proud of yes no, good on you eric good on. is there any other games you're working on or is it all very quiet i suppose you can't really tell us uh not for now because yeah we <laughs> <laughs> just finished paper this so yeah of course of course good um Eric, look, appreciate your answers. Uh, you know, so interesting. Uh, this this is a tough question, actually. If you were transported into any of your video games and you could live there for one day, which game would you choose and why? Would you want to be in another uh, Leicester's shoes in another world, for example? Um, well, we die a lot in another <laughs> world, so <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure I yeah. want to be there. Um, Mm, I would say um, probably Paper Beast. Paper yeah. Beast. Paper Beast, yeah. Yeah, because it's so surreal and uh, yeah. No, good answer. Good answer. Yeah. Is there um, any video games you ever started working on but you never completed? I mean, you. I, I hate to sound rude, Eric. You've worked on some real classics, but only a few, haven't you? Some real. It's not like you churn out games every year. You've you've worked very carefully to make the best you can, I guess. But was there any games you started work on, but you sort of cancelled soon after? Um, yes, uh, not recently, but uh, yep. <laughs> a long time ago. Um, that was uh, probably in uh, eighteen. 5 86 probably 86 mm. so i wanted to create a game um to create game okay. i mean i mean um, the concept was uh you have a like uh, an arcade machine yeah and you have some slider so you have we have a slider for uh, more fantasy more science fiction more uh, uh, more uh, uh, shooter or and and you push the button and it create a game with depending on the parameter you you enter. Yeah. And uh, but that's a crazy project. <laughs> and I work I worked on it um, during um, maybe six months. Um, and uh, say oh no, but I mean I can't. It's not possible. It's too too complicated, and uh, so yeah. I stop uh, the project. 
it does sound really ambitious. Yes. <laughs> it does sound really, I mean, that could be something to think about maybe in the future. There you go. <laughs> um, obviously, Eric, you, you play games, I take it. Have you got any personal three favourite games of all time that you, you didn't obviously make? Uh, yes. Um, there is one game I love, loved, is uh, Katamari Damacy. <gasps> oh, my words. That is a great game. <laughs> I yeah. love that game. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh. It's so fun, isn't it? Yes, and the the game mechanics is just amazingly simple and amazingly clever and amazingly full of meaning. So, um yeah, that's just a beautiful piece of uh, gaming. And uh, the overall game well, um, I really love Inside um, for the universe uh, it creates and uh, the amazing feeling it gives. And um, have a, well, um, have also um, I really uh, it's only free game or. Yeah, yeah, one one more if that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I know it's a tough choice. Yeah. Uh, okay. It is tough. I, I'm going to choose a um, a game that no no one knows. It's a it's a defender clone. It's it's a game uh, name. Um, uh, <laughs> is that unknown? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's on the Amiga. Oh, it's, is it? It's on the Amiga and it is, it's a game, it's a game like Defender and you saw you have your spaceship and uh, you mm. explore the, the unit, it's a fast scrolling game, but the, the, the um, ah yes, I have the name, Data Storm. Data Storm, okay, Data there you go. Data Storm. <laughs> and, and this game has really a big uh, uh, alien ship like uh, squid but made of metal. And uh, it's really a fast-pacing game, yeah. and uh, it's almost unknown. And I went in the shop, I see the box, I like, I look at the photo uh, on the back, and I see, wow, it's a Defender. I love Defender. Yeah. And um, and there was this just uh, all this ship that looks crazy. And then when I play at home, I say, wow, wow. <laughs> they did the perfect. Uh, Defender uh, clone, and so yes, this game uh, deserves to be known. Oh, there you go, Data Storm. We're, we'll, I've actually spoken to Eugene Jarvis, Eric, the man that made Defender. Um, what a legend! Yes, <laughs> I would love to. He's a great guy. He's very funny. He's very funny. Um, honestly, Eric, I've really enjoyed our chat. It's been so amazing. Um, again, I know, uh, you know, it's not particularly great. <laughs> journalism but i want to say thank you for for making one my favorite games of all time thank uh, you very much uh, no, a gen, you know, it's amazing and i still play it today i play i played the jag version recently like, like i told you and it, it holds up it's so amazing um i just i'd love to see the continuation but I, I understand if you don't want to do that um i've got one more final question bit of a funny question if you could share a few drinks with any character from a video game who would you choose and why <laughs> would it be uh, Lester? <laughs> Lester, um, no, uh, probably 
Um, of my game or any game? Any game, any video okay. game ever made, yeah. Mm. Most people, when I ask Eric, say Lara Croft. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, that's easy. Yeah. That's the obvious. Probably, probably, um, my probably Pac-Man, yes, yes, and I, I, I would go, I would go with Pac-Man. Why <laughs> so, not? <laughs> well, somewhere, but uh, I would love to uh, get a drink with uh, Pac-Man in a in a supermarket somewhere. Oh so, wow! So that Pac-Man can eat all the every, everything, all the food in the supermarket. <laughs> Like in the game, so it would yeah. be super, super fun. That would be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he can eat a lot, can't he, old Pac-Man? Yeah. Oh, Eric, look, like I said, really is an honour to talk to you. Thank you so much for your time today. You know, it's been a real honour. Um, good luck with your future Thank projects. Thank you very uh, much. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch regarding this week's episode or anything else, you can tweet us at Arcade Attack UK, at Keith Barlow82, and at Arcade underscore Adriano. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Arcade Attack UK. Please check out our website at arcadeattack.co.uk for lots of retro gaming goodness, interviews, reviews, features, top 10, etc. And you can also find all our previous podcasts there. Our podcasts are available to stream from the website and are available to download for free from Stitcher, Podbean and iTunes, where you can also leave us a review and a rating, which we would really, really appreciate. So until next time, take care and we'll speak to you soon.